So it was like only one I'm thinking of is like Cat Stacks. Oh, I haven't heard that fucking name in a long time. She ruined a Yuck. lot of people's lives. Yeah, she turned Soldier Boy crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Soldier Boy got her ass deported, bro. <laughs> Did he really? Cold blooded. Yeah. Dude, that's, dog. Fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Is it though? I'm not really. I mean, when there's a petty battle, is there any rules to that? That's true. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. 73. 73, yeah. So 73. Get into some hot headlines. Hot headlines first before uh, we begin hot headlines. I do want to say, uh, well, let me get her name correctly. Uh, rest in peace to Jessica Walter. You Jessica sent me that Walter. earlier. Jessica Walter is uh, Lucille. Oh, Bluff. yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, man. That was uh, That's a sad one. I cut you out when you said who she was, but she's the mom from Arrested Development. Yeah, mom from Arrested Development. Yeah. She was in, she's uh, in a lot of shit. Archer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Stuff. Yeah. 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 So rest, rest in peace, peace to her. Uh, another one I want to say rest in peace to is uh, Elton Baylor. Passed away this week too. Mm. All time Laker great. I remember seeing that. My, uh, I think my brother sent me that. Yeah, yeah, it was a sad one for Laker Nation. A lot of people were uh, in the fields that day. Yeah, um, getting these hot headlines. Basketball topic real fast. Did you okay. see that? Uh, did you see the issue with the NCAA's like their bubble situation with the women's, uh, like how the women's um, facilities were compared to the men's facilities? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the facilities, wasn't it? Like the care package that they gave them to everything. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, the care package, they got like, you know, a couple stickers, you know I mean? Yeah, like a better bottle. term. Yeah. Right. And then they gave them a, a pyramid of dumbbells for the people that don't know when they go over and look at the, the men's section, it's like a full on state of the art gym. Yeah. And, which is nuts. Yeah. And they claim that it's a space issue, but then they, uh, one of the women that was like calling out the issue, she pans and she shows everything. And they have hella space. But, I mean, she posted it. Uh, a lot of attention was put on it. And NCA fixed the issue. But it's fucked up because the NCAA, NCAA, sorry, I keep saying NCAA. The NCAA only did it because they had to. Yeah, they got put on blast. They got put so on. crazy. They, they were shown in 4K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. That, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, though, with the way they treated uh, WNBA players in the bubble, too. You know, they gave them less than everything and put him in kind of like shitty hotel quarters that have like, I think somebody put uh, showed a picture of roaches and stuff. And like, mm. so, I mean, it's if the main league's doing it, I can't see the NCAA not doing it, but it's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, there's arguments that say, um, you know, like the men's league brings in more revenue than the women's league. Okay. It's a valid argument, but the fact that the NCAA came out and didn't say that and, just went straight for there's not enough space when there's clearly a shit ton of space. It's pretty fucking wild. Right. It just seems like an excuse. Like, yeah. and everybody knows what's up. Like, exactly. come on, man, you guys have been doing this for how long? Yeah. I don't really like the NCAA very much. I kind of gave up on college basketball when they started talking about, you know, players not getting paid and making right. kids take their YouTube channels down and uh, taking away Reggie Bush's Heisman. Like that really, See, that would really stuck with me. I think it was the, um, the, when the kids are not allowed to make outside money like YouTube and stuff like that for their own image. Like that's, I'm, wait, what? Come on. You can't have full yeah. control of the shit like that. You're already not paying them. Right. 
remember LeBron got busted when he was in high school for like signing jerseys or he signed some memorabilia so that they could give him like throwback jerseys. Mm, so shit's been going on. Like you're going to stop a kid from getting a fucking throwback jersey. Come on. Yeah, I do remember he had, he was like driving a brand new Hummer at 18 at the time, which. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, he, hey, he apparently took a loan out against his future earnings, which I mean, people do a lot, but right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Braun though. Love yeah. Braun on the side. Hope he gets uh hope he gets well soon because uh get a little scared. Yeah, you should be. We'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> uh did you see this whole fiasco with uh this guy finding what he claims are shrimp tails at the bottom of his cinnamon toast crunch? I saw that. Um I think that there's a lot of thing or a lot of theories about that where um people were saying that there is uh mice in the facility and they might have brought mm-hmm. that in. And then there was another one. I forget the other theory that they said. But I saw somebody trying to say that, that somebody said that the the uh, cinnamon and all that on the from the cereal coagulated together and made that that shape. Yeah, the perfect shrimp tail shape. Exactly. I was like, that's one two of, of them. Ridiculous. Yeah, okay. that shit looks like a shrimp churro. It does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Oh, there's uh, there's deeper layers to this though. Okay. It gets it gets crazier. So first off, people started investigating. Okay, so the guy came out and said that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch said, fuck out of here. And then he said, well, I'm going to get him DNA tested. And then people were looking into his background and he used to be a rapper named Hot Carl. And you think, oh, okay, that's a pretty weird plot twist. But there's an even weirder one. Okay. Guess who his wife is? Uh, Tommy Lauren. No, that would be funny. But uh, (laughs) it's a T. It's Topanga. Swear. Yeah. So he's trying to just be. Yeah, exactly. He's just trying to be relevant. (laughs) I have no idea what he's trying to do, but this sounds like it's going to backfire on him. And if Topanga becomes single soon, yeah, what's you're up? open. <laughs> yeah, I, I I seen this I'm, happen. I'm just kidding. I seen this happen like back in the day with like like a mouse or something like that, deep fried in yeah. the chicken nugget bed or something like that. Well, they claimed that's what it was because they found it in their chicken nugget box. But then when they ran tests on it, the oil used to fry the rat was a completely different oil from McDonald's proprietary oil. Where it's like you can't fuck with the company, bro. Like they, they're gonna beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have they spend billions and billions of dollars on advertising to fucking kids. You think that they're gonna let some dude on the internet get them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's wild though. I, that was so funny though that it was Topanga's husband. It was like the weirdest plot twist. That is random. Um, did you see what's going on with Bad Baby? Bad Barbie? What's her name? Bad Barbie? Baby? I have no idea. You're talking about the chick from Dr. Phil? Catch me outside chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't she going to rehab? I did see that. No, uh, I don't. She might be. But this has to do with um, she's actually calling out Dr. Phil and his staff for their their, uh, child rehabilitation center called Turnabout Ranch. And she's accusing them of um, like sexual assault and like all this other like assault type misconduct that's going on there. And she called them out on social media. It's like, hey, if you don't address this. I'm going to go about it my own way. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. I don't know if yeah. by the time that this drops, something else is going to happen. Like, you know, another um, development. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, that is uh that's strange, but I don't trust anything to do with kids and ranches. Like when kids right. are sent off to some ranch, like that sounds like there's some weird shit going on. Right. So, and you know, we've all, I've gone on here and blasted Dr. Phil quite a few times. So yeah, but if she was getting assaulted and those things were happening, she should get justice for that. For sure. 
we have to take into consideration like a lot of these people that deal with sexual assault, they don't come out right away because they feel ashamed, sure. embarrassed, um, you know, hurt, all these things. So who knows? I mean, like you said, if this really did happen to her, hope she gets justice. And I guess we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, did you see that uh, there are, are, oh, I guess you never watch Entourage, right? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, so in one of the episodes, uh, Turtles, he's one of the characters, he tries to go find these Fukijama Air Force Ones mm-hmm. and can't find them anywhere. Spoiler alert, the show came out 20 years ago or 50 years ago, but um, he gets these custom-made ones from Fukijama himself in the episode. It's like a, it's a part of the whole thing. Well, there's this uh, place called South Bees, which is like the... They do like um, art auctions, like they did the oh, one Sotheby's. With the Sotheby's, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just said that completely wrong. Huh? <laughs> um, they are actually auctioning off these sneakers from the show for thirty grand. But the funny thing is, they had a couple of different retros that were also being auctioned off, and one of them is uh, Usher's Jordan Elevens, which apparently are a size seven. What? So I don't know if it's just like he owns these as a collectible and is reselling right. them, or there is actual shoes in a size seven. Seven's pretty wild. Like that'll put you at like five thirty, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pretty crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy that sneakers are selling for this much as like art pieces. But I guess that is literally a one of one. There was never any more made. It was just yeah. particularly for the show. I mean, we could talk about this a little bit later in one of our topics. But going off of the Sotheby's thing, there's a movie I just watched. Wish I remember the name, but it's about this art uh, art gallery that was sold like $80 million worth of counterfeit art. And this mathematician oh, was the artist behind making all these fakes, like studied years and years, all these different you know techniques and stuff made them so authentic looking that this broker sold them to this really um, high end, like high profile gallery. Sold it to all these people. All these pieces of art came back and like fucked them all. This like is a true story. Yeah, it was like a big Damn. FBI thing. All the shit. It's crazy. Oh, it's on it was okay. Um, I'm gonna have to look for that because that looks that's or that sounds good. Yeah, it was one of the like the top ten in the country movies. Oh, okay, uh, like the trending or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also interesting about uh, I don't know how to say it. South Southbees. Sotheby's. Sotheby's is uh they actually sold uh so do you remember that picture of uh biggie where he has the crown on mm-hmm. so that crown sold for like over six hundred thousand dollars or something come it to find low. out yeah it does seem low but uh and this this hasn't been confirmed but you know blue ivy won the grammy last week for one of the lion king songs or whatever mm-hmm. she's wearing that same crown in the picture and drinking out of a grammy statue hmm. so that it must have been jay and then the bought it and just never told anybody that they were doing it but i thought that was a super dope like cultural moment that they had her wearing that in her first grammy win picture that's pretty dope yeah i think that um out of anybody that would buy that biggie or biggie uh jay seems like the right person to buy it too yeah for sure that's definitely a a -a one-of-a-kind piece because that pic that picture of biggie's like probably one of his most famous pictures if not his most famous picture for sure besides the coogee sweater in New Zealand, they approved paid leave for people that had miscarriages, which I thought was interesting. Oh, New Zealand interesting. seems like they're really about their people, bro. Like, I fuck with that country. Yeah, every uh, everything that we've either on here or I've just heard from New Zealand seems like it, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And Not that's really it's just a pretty country in general. Yeah, and that's really cool that they do that, too, because I can only imagine, like, the emotional turmoil that one goes through after having a miscarriage. Right. You know, both both for the 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 boy or the male and the female that are, you know, 
could that conceives this baby because that's it's a lot losing a child. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, shout out to New Zealand, man. Way to be progressive and to do to um, take care of people's health, mental health. That's really cool. Uh, did you see that Issa Rae signs uh, mega eight figure film and TV deal with Warner Media? Oh, really? That's cool. I wonder what she got. Coming down cool. You know she. Oh, I thought you meant like what she got monetary wise. Was like you know that they oh, dropped a huge bag for her for sure. Yeah, she's uh, it's been really dope to see her go from um, insecure to just being like this huge thing in Hollywood. It's really, really dope to see. And she, it seems like she's doing so much behind the scenes, too. I don't know this for a fact, so don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure she was doing like YouTube, like short films before Insecure. Oh, or, interesting. Like, college Humor or something like that. Like one of the sketch comedy type um, networks. Okay. It does seem yeah. like people get big off of that. I think the guys from Workaholics are discovered off YouTube. Yeah, I don't know if you ever watched Broad City. Mm-mm. Um, the two comedian uh, women, I don't remember their names, but yeah, they were on there too. Uh, they're on like some YouTube type show too. Hannibal Burris is in it. It's pretty funny. Okay. Was it on Netflix? I think it's on Hulu. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I think you like it. Um, did you see that there's this nose spray that's being produced in Israel that kills up to 99.9% of viruses? Interesting. My grandpa would love that shit. He's addicted to nasal spray. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, Oh, I don't know if you ever watched King of Queens, but it was like a joke on King of Queens that the the, the dad was uh, Arthur or uh, Ben Stiller's dad mm-hmm. was addicted to nasal spray. And my grandpa was just like that. It's so funny. Like he uses nasal spray all day long. I wonder why I've never done that once. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if you get like a high off of it. I don't know. I don't know what he, why he does it, but he was addicted like a, uh, I think it was called like Af- Afrin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm very familiar shit. with what it is. It seems like it would burn. Like I've had like water go up yeah. my nose in a swimming pool. Like the last thing I want to do is like purposely shoot it at my nose. Or like, have you ever had like soda go in your nose? Yeah, that shit burns so bad. Right. So why would I want to do that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe oh, my grandpa's like a that shit out. My grandpa's like a nose masochist or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> just likes the pain. Um, speaking of stuff like that. I was at Circle K earlier and they have these little like can things that have an oxygen mask looking thing on it. And it's to pump yourself full of like clean oxygen. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that from Circle K. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like uh, one of those sex pills that you get at Circle K. Like, does it really do anything? Oh, what are those things called? Like Iron Hammer or some shit? Some, bro, they got like 50 of them. Like yeah. stinging bumblebee or some shit. I don't know. You yeah. Know I mean? it's, it's some it's some weird uh, corny, but. Um, fucking straight from that i'm not even gonna go there whatever yeah (laughs) (laughs) um el salvador's uh top surfer uh catherine diaz she died at the age of 22 while surfing and being struck by lightning on the beach god damn yeah and everyone around like the area at the time that was you know next to her when she had passed was saying like it wasn't even like a stormy area like they're very prepared for like situations like that like they did not think they didn't see that coming at all that's crazy struck by fucking lightning dude yeah like, well was- first off the chances of getting struck by lightning are insane right like, and then for you to be like a, a surfer and for this to be as safe as they're claiming it to be like some mm. weird coincidences like i always wonder do you know if you die you know what i mean like if I think we might have had this conversation on here before, like a long, well, way past episode ago. But yeah, probably. Like if you, let's say you get in a a car crash, it's not like an immediate death. You know, mm-hmm. kind of just like slowly going away. In your head, you know, like damn, I'm dying right now. You know? Yeah. 
or like when you're drowning, like looking up at the water. Right. You, you're very aware that you're dying, at least on earth, you know that you're dying, right? Right. When you die, I don't know if that last memory goes with you. I don't know if that last memory is even, does it even matter? Yeah. What I'm trying to say though, is like, if you get struck by lightning, you don't see that shit coming, period. No, instantaneous. So like, let's say you wake up dead. Would you just wake up on the other side like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, God, I, I have a couple questions. But would you even like ask for God? Or would you just be like, where the fuck am I at? Yeah, that's true. That is crazy. Yeah, because it's an instant. Or like you think of like somebody that gets hit in a car accident and just dies instantly. Right. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Almost. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's crazy. We're doing good at stopping uh, ourselves early today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, Pop Smoke has now tied Prince's Purple Rain for the second longest day as number one on Billboard's R&B slash rap charts in 19 weeks. Only artist ahead of him now is Michael Jackson with Thriller at 37. Really dope. Damn. 37 weeks for Michael Jackson is crazy. And you said 19 weeks crazy. for Pop Smoke? Pop Smoke and for Prince. He beat Purple Rain. So it has to be in the top 100 or top 10? Uh, no, number one. Oh, number fucking one, huh? Number one on the R&B and rap charts, yeah. What song is it? No, it's the album. Oh, the album. Jesus. Yeah. Good for him. He's he's still moving like 40K a week. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what's crazy is, um, you know, Pop Smoke is seen like as a hardcore rapper and stuff, mm-hmm. but chicks fucking love his music, man. I like see a bunch of chicks playing not only the, like the love songs from the album, but they'll be playing the hard shit too. Hmm. Do you think it's because from he has all, the love shit? From all races. Do you think it's because he has the lovey shit on there too, though? Like it's like a very smooth melodic shit. So it kind of like draws people in that aren't normally going towards the harder shit. Yeah. I think also like, it has to do they, with his, his voice too. Like his voice is very unique. So, you know, it sounds, it just sounds crazy over that type of instrumentation and making those kind of melodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah, definitely man. a unique person. That's for sure. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. Still tragic what happened to him, but that that's a crazy, that's a crazy stat to beat fucking purple rain. Real shit. Uh, Florida fired a school teacher for <laughs> medical marijuana use, which sounds like some Florida shit to do. Yeah, I just, I just started laughing as soon as you said Florida because you know some BS is coming behind it. <laughs> Real but, shit. Uh, speaking of Florida, though, did you see those spring break videos? No, is it wild out there? Bro, it was nuts. People were running out on bills. People were fighting in the streets. There was a curfew. Nobody was leaving. Like there was, a, it was pretty intense down there. I saw two dudes, like two, like. I don't know if they were like waiters or cooks or something, chase this guy down and like beat on him and bring him back to the restaurant to pay his bill. And somebody really? said it was, uh, he was running from the Salt Bay guy. That's funny. <laughs> Not That's like Salt from Bay. the actual guy, but from the restaurant. Yeah. Salt Bay, he's fucking ripped, bro. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Fucking amazing chef. Amazing what do you chef. think of, what do you think of him feeding people meat? Like, you know, when he does his little things, fucking wild. Wouldn't put that shit in my mouth. <laughs> I definitely would not. Did you see the uh, the video of uh, I forgot which wide receiver it was? Some dude from Oakland. Oh, and the dude's like, yeah, his whole, all know? his boys said the same shit too. Like, no, 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 no. And then did you see the little guy that came around and ate it? That's yeah. that Perio. I don't know if you ever seen that guy's videos. He's like this chicken dude from Brooklyn. Is he a comedian? I don't know what the fuck he is, but I always oh. see his videos pop up, and he's hella funny. But uh, yeah, it was so random. He just goes running around the table and takes it. Yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you're not going to do that to me. Sorry. I always thought that was it. I saw uh, King Bach, like at his restaurant one time, oh, yeah. getting fed by him. And he was like, 
He's like licking it before it went in his mouth. I was like, you're doing way too much, bro. <laughs> Did you see the video that popped up recently of the, when he like leaned over the dude that was sitting there to give it to his girlfriend and the girl like ate it and then like caressed it. Like she was looking a little wild and his face as she was yeah. doing it was nuts. He was just sitting there like, all right, we're going to have a talk in the car. See, I don't even know if that would bother me. Like if he like fed it to my girl. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Don't try to feed it to me like that, though, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw people saying it was disrespectful to, for him to feed the girl, but it's like, would you rather him try and feed you? Like, right. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. You know what I mean? So I would much rather him, like, especially if, you know, Tay was, like, about that shit, like, really wanted to be, like, in the whole experience. Yeah. Like, Fucking do you, boo-boo. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But Well, yeah. It's funny when guys, like, get, feel like they're getting disrespected because the dude's trying to feed you meat. You know that that's what he does at his restaurant. He's yeah. gonna try you. I don't. I wouldn't say I felt disrespected, but you're not gonna have me on fucking camera, fucking yeah, nah. <laughs> with Sorry, my man. head tilted back and mouth open, like yeah, so, nah. You know I mean? Amari Amari Cooper was the the wide receiver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Amari Cooper. But yeah, that video is hella funny. When Perio, that dude's name is Perio. He just comes around the corner, and <laughs> stinks it. Yeah, I would love to go to his restaurant, man. Uh, I saw it's hella man. expensive. Uh, I think his name's Nurse Red, and then Gordon Ramsay, my two favorite shows. Oh, I almost went to Gordon Ramsay's, uh, or maybe it was Bobby Flay. One of them has like this burger place down in Vegas that I wanted to try. See, Bobby Flay is boring as fuck to me. Oh, I don't like Bobby Flay because of Andourage, but that's a whole mm. different. There's a he he steals one of the guys' wives, and it's a whole funny thing. He, the guy calls him Grill Master, and like it's it's, it's just it's a little funny. So, bro, you gotta get on. I don't know how you haven't watched that. You ever see? You know who Giada is? She's a chef. Uh, I don't think so. So she's a chef. She's um she's very attractive, but him or her and Bobby Flay have a a TV show now. Okay. And apparently Giada and her husband are getting divorced, and I guess Bobby Flay is like known for that shit. Like, oh, so maybe they were playing. Maybe they were playing off of that on the TV show because they like this is recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like this show just came out. Damn. So Bobby Flay is who he is in Entourage. Oh, all right. Well. Now I don't feel so bad for hating on him. Yeah, that's that's the the most gossip we're going to say for this rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounded really chatty. It did. Uh, did you see? Hold on, let me get to it. A police detective filed for divorce from his wife after she was photographed with another man at the Capitol riot. Hmm. Well, I, okay. Is he divorcing her because of moral shit? Like you went oh. to the fucking uh, Capitol riot. Where a cop without me killed. or like you went there because you're a fucking MAGA supporter or like <sighs> because you're with another guy something. like I feel like there's a lot of questions like yeah. did they divorce for all of the above yeah like what was the tipping point like not her being a crazy mega ass but the fact that she went without you right or because she went with somebody else that's wild though imagine you're like watching the siege of the capitol and then all of a sudden you just see your wife shoulder their hand in hand with some other dude right uh, well, yeah. I also want to know, did the girl go with him there or was she just like in the moment and there's another guy there like, yeah, let's go. To yeah. get, hold my hand. Let's go. Let's charge the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like all of that uh, action was just getting them hot. So yeah. <laughs> they had to make a move <laughs> off one another. Oh, oh my man. God. You Trump supporters are fucking wild. Damn. Like, I feel like fucking in the Capitol building is like greater than Mile High Club. Like if you're really yeah, gonna probably. get arrested for this shit, you might as well go out with a bang. You feel me? I mean, they were smearing shit on the walls, so two people having sex would be that weird. 
Yeah, you got time to shit, you got time to fuck. Yep, that's true. <laughs> right on Pelosi's right on Pelosi's desk. Oh man, that's a bar. Uh what a way to stick it stick it to her, huh? Oh man. Uh you got any more? No, nah, that was my last one. There was another one about a uh six year old being um a six year old got in trouble for picking a flower and they made him go on trial. Is this Florida? Uh North Carolina. So close enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Florida without the beach got it. Okay. Yeah. Um North Carolina have beaches? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know New Jersey was a state. Okay. Shane had oh, to yeah. actually text me and tell me that shit. That's so funny because after that I was like, damn, New Jersey is definitely a fucking state. I don't yeah. know what. <laughs> oh man. That's too don't funny. come here for fucking facts. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned on here some stuff about NFT, and I know we've both kind of been learning more since then. Um, I felt like I sounded like a complete jackass when I was kind of explaining it, even though I think I did a pretty decent job. But uh, I think you did. Yeah, we can give a quick little breakdown because I want to talk some more about, you said you had some uh, ideas about the NFT space and where it's going and why it might not be so great. Um, <laughs> so for people that don't know what an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token. Uh, fungible means something that can be exchanged or substituted for, but still hold the same value. So if you think like if I uh, lend you $20, right. And then you pay me back with two tens, that's considered fungible because your substitution, even though it wasn't the same um, uh, currency, you still gave me the same value back for it. Now, non fungible are things like um, a painting, a house, video game skins, trademarks, basically things that, um, you might get a different value for depending on, you know, how much it's worth at the time. Um, so this token is a digital ticket stored on a secure distributed database called blockchain. Um, so basically an NFT is a digital asset that can be publicly verified. Uh, it's intellectual property that's authenticated on a blockchain. So basically it's a digital piece of something that has a digital track record that's on blockchain. Right. And I don't know if we talked about the, or you asked last time actually um, about places where you can go, if it's like one place that's doing this or if there's a market, mm-hmm. um, I looked it up. There's actually quite a few markets and there's different companies that are doing it. Like, for example, I think I had sent you the, the NBA top shot one, yeah, which was really actually pretty cool. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot of places that are starting to, to dive deeper into this uh, NFT stuff. But so you were saying that you think that this NFT thing might not be what it's what it's looking like. What were your kind of thoughts on after digging a little deeper into it? Well, I know like the art world, like there, I saw this thing and uh, they were talking about like all this super expensive art is usually like um, like some form of it's not I won't say usually because that's putting a blanket thing over a lot of innocent people. But there is a lot of money laundering with it. And they're showing like this formula where it's like if you're an artist. I could buy all of your works of art for like, you know, $10,000, whatever. And I, I forget the step in between, but I essentially put them up for auction and buy them back for myself with my money. So I'm washing dirty money by buying oh, gotcha. a very exclusive art piece. Right. Right. So if you're doing this NFT stuff, especially if it's anonymous and you're paying with, you know, cryptocurrency or maybe you can pay cash. I'm not sure. But if you're doing this, I think it's crypto. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think, I think mostly it's crypto, but but it is weird because I guess the NBA top shot one, you could just use your debit card to buy a pack of them. So, so they might convert it themselves. Yeah, maybe either way. The point is, is that these things are going for an astronomical, 
you know, price point. Like for example, Jack Dorsey, the creator of Twitter, he was selling his first tweet and it sold for like $2.5 million. All these things that didn't, they don't have a real price on them. So they're making up prices as they go. Right. So it's like, okay, I can literally just put anything up for sale. I can have you put up anything for sale and pay whatever the fuck I want for it. And it shows I paid for that. Like why, why does that tweet actually, let me, let me slow down for a minute. Jack Dorsey's tweet. Yeah. His first tweet. You and I both right now with our phones on our hand can go find that tweet right now. Right. Screenshot that shit, print it out, put it on the wall. Now it's mine. I have, I have it just as much as the claimed owner has it. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, why is the value so high? You're buying it to say you bought it, I guess, you know, Yeah. but with that being said, it's like, okay, literally anything that's on there now could have a price point as high as you want, but it doesn't really, anyone can still have it. I think right. okay, what I'm really trying to get to is that you can just make up any price. Like there's no real reason why these things have prices. So right. it's going to lead to any type of money laundering that you want. Yeah, I no, did. I definitely get what you're saying. It's weird that they can set their own prices for it. Like, there's not since this market's so new too. Everybody's kind of just making it up as they go. Like, who toot? What? What? What shows the value of that tweet? Like, what's so valuable about that tweet? Just being able to say, "I own the rights to Jack's first tweet." Right, and the fact that anybody else can literally have it. Anybody can have it. Yeah, like, yeah, you own it, but. It's still not even exclusive to you. Well, wouldn't that be kind of like art? So like, yeah, you have the original painting, but they make a bunch of reprints of it. They make posters out of it, t-shirts out of it. So it's almost I like... I think it's even worse, though, because I have an exact copy that you have now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Exact. You know what I mean? And if my phone's better than yours, mine is better than yours. And you paid yeah. $2.5 million for it. I got it for free. That's all I see um, is that... It's going to uh, have a lot of money laundering behind it, which, hey, man, do what you got to do. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not condoning it. I'm not a fucking police. I'm just saying, like, it just seems like a, it just seems like that's a very easy thing to come about of this. Right. And then my second thing is I think that um, this new world of hype, which we'll get into that in a little bit, is so um, it's so quick. So yeah. I think that this is a phase that's going to be, it's going to die out real fast only because I think the people that are the force with the hype, their attention span is just so short that, yeah, it's a new thing. Let's hop on this shit. But that doesn't I'll mean a, it's I'll give a perfect anything. example. That's like, and I love this dude, but get like Gary V. Who? Gary V. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk or, you know, the inspirational dude from, he does like all those videos on YouTube. He's a hugely popular guy. Maybe he's if like I saw a, him, he's like a motivational speaker type guy. Um, I don't know. He's like done interviews with Nipsey and a whole bunch of people. And I'm sure yeah, if anyways, I saw the dude, yeah, he's always like really quick on these trends. Like what we'll get into later with the hype one about cards. Like he got into that really quickly. The NFT stuff, like it kind of seems like it's a, almost like a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. You know, like who who knows how much it's a new exciting thing right now, but who knows how long this is going to sustain, right? right? I think it. It's cool that like digital artists, like I had mentioned a couple weeks ago that I've been messing around on Blender, right? It's cool that if people make stuff on there, that they're able to sell that digital artwork to people now and they have an authentication piece with it. So you know that that's the original art 
Mm-hmm. But like, like you said, if they're doing prints and stuff or multiple people can just buy a different version of this art that looks exactly the same, then what's the real value of just having that one just to be able to say, I have this one. I think that there is going to be value with knowing that it is the original. That's always going to be the case. Yeah. It's like having for forever a, for like a first edition book or like a first right. edition Charizard right. or something. Yeah. So if you do have that, um, that authentication token that says that it's first, yes, you will probably have that right. That exclusivity, I guess. But I feel like the fact that it's a digital age and you can make it exact. Everyone can make it exact now before if you have a Van Gogh painting and you know, there's textures to the canvas from the paint and all that shit, right. you can't redo that, you know, right? like you can make a print, but you know, it's not the first for sure. So I guess, I guess if you want to be like, no, I do have the first, like, you're going to be, you're going to be the weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, I have the first look, I have the thing on it, right? but it's like, but mine looks exactly like yours. It's just like for bra- bragging rights pretty much. Yeah. Which I mean, if that's your thing, bro, do it. Yeah. I think one interesting thing though, with the NBA one is, you know, so these top shot ones, the one you get one, it, it, you can, it's like a digital card that you can rotate. And as you rotate it, it plays like a, the moment, like the, so like, it'll be like, if you go buy one, it'll say like LeBron James dunk on February 2nd, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it'll show that, that thing. And it's like a digital rotating card. So that's interesting because I think that the NBA owns all of their footage, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. copy, this can't be copyrighted or whatever the fuck they say every time one of the games comes on. So it is interesting if companies can leverage it that way. But with so many people out there, like it's, I feel like at the end of the day, as cool as it sounds for artists, somehow artists are going to get fucked on this. Probably. And I also think it's interesting, like what moments are the ones to be sold? Like, there's like, dude, there's like dunks going for like $6,000. that didn't mean anything. That was a fucking Wednesday game that they got blown right. out by $30 or $30, 30 points. And you're selling that dunk for six grand. Like, it's weird. That's what like, I mean. Where does, like, this, where does this value come from? Like, what makes that? It all sounds like money grand. laundering, dude. It's like, yeah. okay, no one's regulating this shit. I'm going to buy it for $6,000. Why not? Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. and not only that, I'm the one putting it up for sale. And you can't even fucking prove it. I'm not, you know what I mean? I put it up for sale. I bought it for myself for $6,000. Boom. My $6,000 just turned legit to right. myself. Easy. It definitely like said like- again, like, Hey, that's what you do. Uh, whatever. But- well, I think if you're an artist right now and this is a wave right now, you should be trying to sell as much NFT as possible right now, but in cash out before this thing sinks, if it's headed in that direction, right? Like Jim Jones, I think we both watched that breakfast club interview. took that picture. And got mm-hmm. out. He cashed out real quick on that. Maybe you should take like 15 more of those pictures and just start selling them and just try to make as much money as possible before this whole thing, you know, collapses if that's the direction it's going. But here's the thing, though, man. It seems like it's like this big pipe dream for all these starving artists because that's all the I people mean, yeah. that are making all this money is like, I mean, money laundering doesn't sound far off. Yeah, they're a <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so all these other people that are just making art. I mean, I hope it's, I, I'm, this is a pessimistic view. Like in a perfect world, everyone should be able to, you know, track all their shit. Everyone should be able to, you know, mark uh, some form of authenticity on it, whatever, you know, and the digital era is where we're at right now. So it'd be ideal if that worked. 
I just don't see it lasting and I see it being manipulated. That's all. And I guess the reason why I keep saying like the money laundering thing, I guess the real issue is that all these things are going to be sold so high from these money laundering schemes that it seems like, oh, I have this opportunity to do this, but you're not because that is completely different than what you're trying to do. You're trying to sell art because you love your art. These guys are trying to wash fucking money. Right. I feel like that's so clear. Like, how's that not clear? Yeah. And also it's pretty bad for the environment, I guess, because this, all this blockchain technology that they use a whole bunch of energy, which, you know, greenhouse gases and stuff. That's like the, what the things are worried about with this whole NFT thing and the blockchain thing is the amount of energy that it would take to continue this, uh, to continue this, these trends for however many years, it could be very damaging to our planet. Mm. I feel like Elon Musk is going to do something about it with oh, yeah, battery and shit. I mean, he got $1.5 billion at stake in it, bro. He's about to make sure that shit does not crash ever. Yeah, that's true. There's some, I was looking at some NFT stuff that was interesting though. Like in the music business, they were talking about selling albums as NFTs, which mm. I mean, if you can just get the album off of a streaming website, I guess that's, you know, it's like the same thing. But one thing that they said that would be the differentiator, right. is like one artist. Um, I think it was like a, DJ or something auctioned off his album, but he said, if you're the winning bid for this, this one album, you'll also get a chance to do a record with me also. So they're like selling an experience along with it. But do you, is there like a contract for that? Cause what if he just said, like says, Oh, never mind." Right. You know? Also like, so if you buy this NFT, you own the album now, like you own the, the songs on the album or you just own a copy of an think, album. Yeah. It's, it's almost like if you buy like a vinyl, it's like the digital version of a vinyl. Like you, you own like a thing, you own it, but you don't actually own any of it. Yeah. Do you remember That's the, the uh, pets, like the crypto pets, the kitties or whatever? It was like maybe three or four years ago. It was kind Neo, of a big, Neo pets. No, they were, uh, oh. they're pets on the blockchain that you can buy. And they're, it was almost like huh. NFTs before NFTs. Was it like digital pets? Yeah, on the block, oh, okay. you, you couldn't do like, shit with them. You just bought the thing. Oh, okay. I thought this was like dudes that was selling sharks out of his house. No. <laughs> like, I was like, man. Bro, speaking of like, that, that video that I sent you of them transporting the shark on the freeway in the, the back of that uh, semi? Yeah. Fucking nuts. And he, um, had, and his, he had no license when they picked him up. Yeah, nuts too. Like you're driving cool. around with fucking sharks and you have no license. Do you not expect to get fucking pulled over? Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, Maybe yeah, that back, was worth Arissa. Sorry, back on those kitties though. <laughs> back on those kitties. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I just feel like that was such a hyped phase, and I feel like this is equivalent on a broader scale. That's all. I do think that it also is um, kind of like people are seeing this as a quick way to get rich. Like, let me go buy one of these like fifteen dollar Top Shop packs, and then maybe one of these moments will be worth like seven or eight grand. It's basically digital trading cards. It's like the same thing that's going on in the, the trading card space. It's just digital. Right. That's the a, only thing is you get a video with it, I guess. Let's hop on this other topic because I'm like holding back a lot of things I want to say because it has yeah, to yeah, do with sure. the next topic. So we're talking about hype and the world that we live in right now is just so crazy with hype. Like everything is so hype. Like uh, everything you want a new gaming console. Good fucking luck. You want shoes. Good luck. You want fucking Pokemon cards now, bro. My son wants fucking Pokemon cards. I can't buy him goddamn Pokemon cards because they're sold out from fucking 30-year-olds. 
piss me off. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. Like, you know, you go to H Mart and they used to have those machines that were filled with Pokemon cards. That shit right. never got touched. That shit is empty now. Empty. Right. Bro, so my coworker, he's like really into like uh, flipping shit. And he's like, hey, at lunch, I'm about to go to Target. And uh, like, you need anything? I was like, no, what are you about to go to Target for? Hella random. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm about to go see if they got Pokemon cards. It's like, damn, you're really about it, huh? That's crazy. So this is like, well, within like the last couple months, Pokemon cards have been on like this crazy upswing of, you know, first edition Charizard going for 500 grand. Some shit. It's not just uh, Pokemon cards, it's sports cards too. Sports cards are going fucking crazy right now. Uh, I have a um, I have a King Griffey Junior and Senior card, and they're in the same card. I should put that up and see how much I can. But get I don't. It. I don't even know if it's okay. So here's the thing with this whole new sports craze. I don't even know if it's the old cards that are selling. It's these people are trying to get like the Luka Doncic mm. um, rookie cards and stuff. So I don't know. I, I think it's just like a in a hype space. Like all these guys are looking for particular cars from particular sets that are going to go crazy. Because I've watched. Um, some of these guys do their breaks on like Instagram and stuff where they just tear open packs to see mm-hmm. what they can get in them. And they're looking for specific cards like a Jason Tatum, one of 50, blah, blah, blah. And what they do is they take them and they get them, they send them in to get minted mm-hmm. to see what condition they are. And then they sell them that way. Right. Yeah. That's what they do is tell me. He's like, yeah, unless you have a great nine or up, like you're not going to really make shit like that. But yeah. my point with all of that is it's just crazy these days that we're in this this hyper hype space because before like let's say maybe three four years ago if you wanted a pair of jordans you probably had a good chance of getting them they used to sit right you had a good a chance lot of them. like the one even the ones that people were like highly sought afterwards uh, sitting a lot right and it's real weird that now all of a sudden it's like i don't know what started it i don't know who started it i blame travis scott Loki, he had a big. He but did. He is. Yeah. He is. No, I will. I'll tell you, Travis and Kanye, really they're really good with uh, exploiting hype. Right. I will give it to him. Like all of a sudden, now there's like this, this weird value added, where it's like, even if you wear them, it doesn't necessarily make you cooler, but everyone no. still needs it. So then it created like this shitstorm of like you know botting and all these people buying up all of all of the supply that's really what it comes down to the bots buy up all the supply raises the demand because you can't buy it anywhere like as soon as that shit like really kicked off and that was within you know the last couple years Mm -hmm. like yeah like now you ain't getting shit um so playstations you can't get a playstation like it's really fucking hard to just get one playstation i think that there's going to be a point though that there's going to be all these people that bought like that are buying all these playstations and they're going to have like 15 sitting in their house because at some point all these people are going to end up being able to buy them but they feel like the hype is still relevant yeah you know what i mean but they're just not going to sell which it kind of seems like it's manufactured hype because if all the bots are buying them yeah it's making them look like they're sold out but then it's only going to a certain number of people so right. it's not really that they're hyped like that it's just that you guys are buying up all the supply before anybody else can it making it look like it's hyped right and the company loves it anyway because they're getting their money. That's yeah, that's true. It's, you know, this Pokemon thing really is nuts, though. Like these, there's grown ass men going crazy over Pokemon cards. Which right. you know, if you can make some scratch off of it, hey, all power to you. But I've seen a lot of people investing a lot of money into this Pokemon thing. It's one of those things where I feel like it's gonna it's gonna bubble. And that bubble's gonna pop. Oh, it's, I think it's close. Even um, you can look at like stocks. So like mm-hmm. last year, 
I noticed so many more new investors like than ever before. Yeah, like there's hella people that are like, you know what? Let's fucking dabble in this shit. Nope, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I would actually encourage that. Just do, you know, your due diligence. Yeah. But um, don't follow those rocket ships. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck with meme stocks. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, stay off Reddit. <laughs> it's very volatile. But yeah. um, so like there's this like stock hype. A lot of people made a lot of money. A lot of people lost hella money. You know what I mean? Hella money. Cryptocurrency, crazy fucking hype and that shit. I feel like most people don't even know. <clears throat> most people don't even know what blockchain is. They don't no. even like understand like any, even a basic concept of it. And they're just like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is what to buy. Let's fucking do this shit. It's like a race to get rich. Yeah. That's really what it is. Everyone's racing each other to buy the most popular shit to get rich. And they all want to be say that they were the first ones on it too. Right. That's definitely um, one of the side effects is the ego boost. Which maybe that going back to the NFT thing, maybe that's why they're so sought after now is because I was the first one to get on this NFT wave and get these dope pieces, you know, so I was first to the market or whatever. But yeah, mm. I mean, even if you look at like, there's companies that are doing collaborations now that I would have never thought would happen or not never thought, but it didn't seem like they were in the same realm, like the North Face and Gucci, like. I mm-hmm. think that these companies know that they put both slap both their names on it. It's going to get the hype, super hyped, and For that's sure. going to sell out. It's really corny to me. Like it really is. Yeah. Like, damn, you guys fell for that. Don't get me wrong. There are some pieces that actually come out that do look good. Right. But I think a lot of the time it really is just like, hey, let's both slap our names on this shit and just watch them go crazy over this. Like that's yeah, really like, what it comes down to. Like I love Supreme stuff, but slapping Supreme on a toothpaste thing and then selling it or slapping Supreme on a brick a or brick, like a, bro. uh the baseball bat I mean thing is kinda cool, but like stuff like that or a pack of Oreos, like come on. Come on. Right. Well, it's I just mean, like buying kid. it for buying it for retail price, it's fine because the prices are not too crazy for something that is cool. It's the yeah. resale. Like I'm not spending fucking $150 on a pack of red Oreos. Yeah, right crazy it's nuts man this botting thing i mean we had that episode with uh our buddy who to our remain anonymous right but yeah i mean just like even then we saw botting was going crazy but it's gotten even crazier over the pandemic and maybe it's just because so many people are inside and looking for new ways to make money yeah and that's why it is but man it almost makes you want to not take part in certain stuff like sneakers and stuff. It's like, it almost makes me not want to buy sneakers anymore sometimes. Well, my thing now is like, I'm not even like Jordans. I might not buy another pair of Jordans again. Maybe a couple of uh, I don't think I'll ever stop buying Jordans. I think I'm, I, I think I'm done, dude. Like damn you. Maybe, MJ. Yeah. Maybe if they have like a, a dope pair of like three fifties that come out, I might fuck with those. Mm-hmm. But besides that, bro, I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm going to stick to like, the basic shit, which the basic shit is getting fucking hype. Like forces, bro. I, I just told you that I tried to go get forces and they're right. completely sold out everywhere. Yeah. You got to go Nike.com, dude. Like, they're sold out on Nike.com every colorway. Really? Yeah. All whites are gone, dude. I was upset because a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I need to get some air force. I know that people are going to go nuts because they always do. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Boom. They're all gone. See, I got lucky. I bought two last summer. I wore one last year. I got one on deck. One to so, rock, one to stock. Good yeah, man. I got I got one fresh <laughs> waiting, waiting for the open summer. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So basically, just to what we're trying to say is, we're going to do live Pokemon break right here on the podcast. <laughs> shit, bro. Hey, that shit's popping. It's weird. 
it's crazy, man. It's just crazy, especially to see that come like Pokemon come back. And you know what's going to happen is it's going to bleed into other things too. Now it's going to be Yu-Gi-Oh. Like these kids are going to start finding any other way to to feed that that gamble or that itch. Yeah, it really is a gamble itch. Um, so my takeaway for all of this is stick to your hobby. Yep. Don't try and chase the wave. Maybe your hobby might be the wave one day, but if you try to chase the wave, man, you're not catching it. You're just not. Yeah. You know what I mean, most time the most times the wave is at its highest point when when you get involved in it, which means right. it's going to come crashing down soon. Right. So just, just stick to your fucking hobby. Get a lot of hobbies. One of them is going to pop off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I will um, say though, in conclusion of this too, that I was joking around about Travis, but he that he's a master marketer. Like I can't fault mm-hmm. him for any of the stuff he's doing, and he's he's one he's a person that's cashing in on his hype right now. He knows that he has that it factor right now and he's mm-hmm. exploiting it and i can't hate on it man like you know he every single time he drops something like the cacti merch came with it mcdonald's mm-hmm. merch came with it he's smart because that's another avenue that's opened up a lot this year and in recent years is the merch too or yeah. the merch stuff like now people are valuing even merch like oh i have original yeezus yeah. tour shirt like yeah yeah it's crazy man it makes it's me crazy. all of the shirts i didn't buy at fucking um concerts back in the day i know man like i wish if we could go back i would buy one of those like the street fighter wayne versus drake ones yeah fuck yeah i would definitely have gotten something from that big sean concert even push i don't think we got anything from the bush concert no push was just like that was a smaller venue too so that was just a dope vibe in general yeah and he brought my guy came chancellor out that was fucking hard that was dope um i forgot to bring up um this ig account that i stumbled upon called preachers in sneakers oh, yeah. like the letter n sneakers um and it's super interesting so i grew up uh christian background parents took us to church all the time uh ended up going to a christian school for a couple years and it's weird because like you could see like just the inner workings of that school right and the elders in the church and like the fuck shit behind the scenes and stuff it's really it's really weird so then yeah. like this um, particular Instagram account calls out like all of these uh, preachers that are just rocking these, you know, $2,000 Christian Louboutins or these, you know, 750s that are, you know, 1500 bucks and this convention shirt that's, you know, 3000 whatever. Like just calling them out on this rocking their wealth, which is frowned upon in the Bible. And uh, it's just crazy. Like you, you even text me when I told you about it. You're like, yeah, anyone, anyone susceptible to hype anybody dude it's crazy it's like because at the end of the day even though those guys are preachers they want to look fucking cool too right and especially in a uh, an age where you know with like instagram and stuff like people are purposely buying these clothes and stuff just to take pictures and things in them just to say that they have these really expensive things and i don't fault them because that's the kind of society we live in now you know i think we're all a little susceptible to that i know i've bought some shit and wanted to get some fit pics off you know but right yeah man if, if a common person like me can that can fall into that i'm sure a preacher can fall into that too do you think that we're going to get to a point where modesty is the new hype where it's like damn bro like you over there rocking 40 dollar adidas all-stars crazy that's what's up yeah can we just go can we go back to before the hype when it was just like chucks 40 dollar chucks was the wave that everybody loved i mean chucks are still fire but yeah Yeah, no i still wear chucks all the time so (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like there used to be a point where it was like just like um you didn't need to dress super expensive. You could wear like a plain t-shirt and some chucks and get away with it. And people would think that that's a dope fit. But now you have to have like a fucking $4,000 sweater on 
eight thousand dollar chrome heart jeans like that stuff nope. is just i'm not i'm nah, not man i'm not buying into it man just give me some forces some jeans and a tee i'm cool it's crazy because it, you see the transition with rappers too right like when they start coming up you see them wearing jordans and like just basic shit a lot and then all of a sudden you know the point when they start making money because those sweaters get a little louder and a little more expensive mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pattern yeah i but mean I, I don't i don't have that kind of money so i can't say i wouldn't do it but as of right now, I wouldn't do it. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird because, uh, you know, it's, as the biggest Supreme is, and I, I do like some of Supreme stuff. I've never purchased anything from Supreme. Me either. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I just, uh, uh, but it might go back to what you were saying too, is I don't want to pay a fucking resale price on it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to pay a hundred dollars for the Supreme fumble, even though that shit is fire. Or like, I don't want to pay $300 for the Supreme Saki set. You know, like yeah. that'd be a cool piece to have at your house and stuff, but not for four hundred dollars. Twenty five dollar rubber bouncy ball. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Twenty five dollars, and that thing costs two cents to make. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Don't well, fall for the hype, bros. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got some shoutouts this week. I only got one, so uh, we, we could share, we could share this one, even though yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you're not going to like this one. Oh boy. Let me, let me hear what you got. I don't know, not like as strong, but uh, I want to shout out Nas for winning his first Grammy. Uh, no, this okay. Is cra- Time out, bro. I do not, not like Nas. I'm going to say that it, just like Jay-Z, they're not all the way for me, but I appreciate them as artists. I appreciate what they've done for the culture. So yeah, I just want to throw that That's out fair. there. Yeah. And I know, you know, one Nas verse that you like, everybody has at least one Nas verse. Actually, my favorite Nas song ever is um, the one with Damian Marley. Um, oh, um, yeah, that one's a good one. And uh, that whole album's great. Yeah, Honestly, I forget about that album. That's a great album. But yeah, so shout out to Nas. Won his first one. And he, I can't shout out Nas on this without shouting out Hit Boy because without Hit Boy, he wouldn't have won this. Hit Boy this year has had an amazing fucking year. Yeah. I think it's really dope that he's been locking in with uh, people that don't necessarily. I don't want to say fit his sound, but like he got in with Nas, he got in with Benny the Butcher. He's getting in with these guys and doing these full length albums, and they're all fire. Like it's, I haven't mm-hmm. heard a miss from them. It's really dope to see. Wasn't he on Big Sean's last album? Like, didn't he do his? He did album? a lot. I think he executive produced it. Okay, yeah. And he he executive produced uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah, the soundtrack. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah so he's he's working. And so shout out to Hit Boy. That's really dope. Uh, That's a good I'm movie excited. too, by the way. Oh, I still haven't seen it yet, but I don't have HBO Max, so uh, okay. I gotta, I gotta get on that. Cause did you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm still not gonna watch that fucking Justice League movie, but oh, I'll probably watch it when. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. It's it's four hours long. I'm gonna break it down. See what see what it's about. Yeah, if it doesn't get me in the first hour, now I'm out of it. I think this one looked from what I saw, like because I I didn't see the original one, the one that before the Schneider cut or whatever. It looked like heavy on the CGI, so I don't know if you're gonna mm. love that. It too looked too. It looked too mythical. I'll say that. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I'll definitely give you uh, my opinion on it when time comes. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> <Quite honestly. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's episode seventy three. Don't yeah. fall for the hype. Uh, that's not the name of the episode, but just we're just saying that as a advice advice piece. Yeah, um, yeah it should have been. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and YouTube every Monday. Um, yeah, nostructurepodcast.com for a place to find all our stuff. If you liked what we had to say this week, you know, please subscribe to the podcast. If you didn't like it and just want to hate on us, hey, we'll take the subscription. We'll take the number. Just yeah. keep hitting play. That's all we care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>